Welcome to the Beacon broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com, beaconbaptist.com. The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. We have completed the first four items in Paul's list of paradoxes, the paradoxes of the Christian life in verses 8 through 10 of 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And so next we need to move into the second part of the list, which is paradoxes of circumstances. First of all, four paradoxes of reputation, and secondly, five paradoxes of circumstances. And you remember, if you have been listening prior to today, that a paradox is a statement that is seemingly a contradiction, but upon closer examination proves to be not only true, but insightfully so. It's the nature of the paradox that makes us think it through and realize that there really is something pretty substantial and and um, valuable by this puzzling statement. And so, the Apostle Paul has given us four paradoxes of reputation that we have looked at now. But in verse 8, there are three. And in the first part of verse 9, there's the fourth one. The three in verse 8 are by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true. And then verse 9, as unknown and yet well-known. I have called these, number one, the foibles of honor. Number two, the shallowness of human opinion. Number three, the misperception of critics. And number four, the fickleness of fame. And all of these apply to faithful preachers like the Apostle Paul. They all applied to him. And other faithful preachers of God's Word will find exactly the same thing in their lives. And nearly all Christians will find a good many of these elements that will occur in their lives. And it can be very perplexing when it happens, but we need to be prepared. That's why it's here in the Bible. So we can learn it and be prepared for it and not be thrown off balance when it comes our way. This is what God told us to expect. Let's not be surprised. But before continuing, I pause to welcome you to this Wednesday, February 22 edition of the Beacon Broadcast, and to thank you for your financial gifts, which are critical to our being able to teach God's Word on this station. If we do not receive sufficient financial support, we will be forced to quit broadcasting on some stations, perhaps this one that you're listening to now and even possibly on all stations. But we will continue as God supplies. And if God quits supplying, that's a pretty good indication that it's time to hang it up and um, turn it over to some other 
person that God would use in that way. Well, these four paradoxes of reputation, we've, we've studied them all, but I'm going to give you a couple of personal illustrations of how this has worked in my life before we move on to the second list of five paradoxes of circumstances. How, in some cases, the same person who at one time gives high honor it will later give the opposite, dishonor. How can that be? Well, let me explain how that's happened to me on at least some occasions, one that sticks in my mind right now. I can remember when, and this goes back many, many years, probably 30 years or so ago, maybe even 35, but I can remember when a couple showed up visiting at our church, and um, they had a couple of children, and they were so enthralled, so enthusiastic, so over the top. This is what we have been looking for. This is what we have searched for and thought did not exist. And look what we have found. This is wonderful. This is, this is so good. And your, your messages are so clear and so powerful, and they speak to us in such a wonderful way, and they just couldn't, go, they couldn't say enough good about the church and about the ministry. You talk about by honor, that was it, honor. They were giving us honor verbally. And then a few months went by, and something happened that I won't detail, but it was a, a, a difficult time in their lives, and suddenly everything reversed. The honor turned into dishonor. That's what verse 8 says, the, the paradox there of reputation, by honor and dishonor. So very same people, very same lips. And one day they came and said, we're going to find another church. We just don't get anything out of your messages anymore. You've changed. Your, your preaching has changed. We used to find it very profitable, and now we just can't get anything out of it anymore. So we're going to go someplace else. Well, what can I say? You don't find the message is profitable, I suppose. The thing to do is to find a church where you can benefit from the preaching. Sorry to see you go. But, of course, I knew a little bit of what had happened here. And, and what I knew was that the change wasn't in the pulpit. The change was in their hearts and minds. I don't, didn't know another single person in our congregation who thought my ministry had changed. I don't know another single person who said, we, don't, we aren't benefiting from your preaching anymore. Just this one couple. And if it had been a number, then I would have thought, well, maybe they're right. Maybe I have changed. <laughs> maybe, maybe something's gone wrong within my own heart and mind. Maybe, maybe I need to reevaluate my ministry here. Something's changed. I've got all kinds of people who used to benefit, and they're not benefiting anymore. This needs to be explored, and we need to find the reason for that. But no, it wasn't nobody else. Everybody, others were continuing to say how profitable they were finding the preaching, but this one couple suddenly found it to be totally un, unhelpful to them and totally boring and 
they were convinced that my preaching had changed. Now, I did suggest to them, it didn't it did go down well, but I did suggest to them that the problem might be within them instead of within me. But, of course, that wouldn't even be considered by some people, would it? It's so easy for when we when we think something's wrong with somebody else to be sure that it's somebody else that we're not willing to consider that it might be me, that something has changed within me that's made my ability to benefit, my ability to to receive beneficially, my ability to evaluate properly to change, that it could be something has happened within my own heart and life. And that's where I need to be exploring and, and looking for answers and, and, and finding help from God so that a ministry which used to be so beneficial to me can become beneficial to me again. It isn't that the pulpit has changed. It is that I have changed. That's the way it is so many times. So many times. But people are usually blind to that. And so here was an example of what Paul is talking about. By honor and dishonor. First it was honor, and then it became dishonor from the very same people. But didn't that happen in Christ's life? Crowds acclaimed him, the son of David, and gave him the highest honor on Palm Sunday. And some of the members of the same crowd were in the crowd that was drummed up by the religious leaders on the day of his crucifixion and had him there at Pilate's judgment hall crying out, crucify him, crucify him. How could the same person flip so quickly from honor to dishonor? That's a puzzling thing, isn't it? But it does happen. We shouldn't be taken by surprise. We shouldn't be caught off guard. We shouldn't be pushed off balance by things like this. This is exactly what the Bible tells us to expect. The paradox is a reputation. If we get too concerned about protecting and projecting our reputation, we're off base. We're going to have problems. We're barking up the wrong tree. We, need, we must beware of craving honor. We must beware of needing to be well spoken of. We must be content to be either unknown or well known as God chooses. Leave it to him. That's not for us to decide. I remember years ago now a pastor in a in another location who was having difficulty. His church at one time had had uh, burgeoned, and now it had shrunk. And he was convinced <laughs> that the problem was he, he, he needed better PR. He needed a better image. He needed to do something to polish up his image and, and uh, have, have a better reputation in the community. So he, that's what he worked on, was promoting his ministry and his church to give it a, a better persona, a better reputation in the community. That's, that's what was needed to restore it to its former glory. And 
it never happened. I've watched it. It never happened. All of his human promotion didn't do a thing. Whereas I have watched other ministries that burgeoned and then seemed to go through a period of decline and then reversed and started taking on new life and growing again. And there was no PR involved. There was no attempt to to polish an image and to make themselves look better in the community. Just simply keep preaching away. Same old, same old, preaching the Word of God, preaching the Word of God, preaching the Word of God, and letting God take care of the results. Leave that to Him. That's not my concern. That's not my responsibility. I'm glad I learned that early, 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 early in my ministry. I did not understand that. Even if I had said the right thing, I think in my heart I didn't didn't believe the right thing. I did believe that I was at least greatly, if not totally, responsible for the success of my ministry. I'm talking about visible success, physical success, um, measurable success. I thought I was responsible for that. And when it was going well, I was patting myself on the back. And when it wasn't going so well, I was down in the dumps until I came to understand, no, I'm responsible not for the success or lack thereof of the ministry and numbers and finances and so forth. I'm I'm responsible for the faithfulness of the preaching of the word and leave all these other things up to God. And that's what we learn in these four paradoxes of reputation. We remain faithful to God and to his word, and we leave the results of that to God to dictate as he chooses for his purposes. May God teach us that lesson. Until tomorrow, Greg Barkman saying good day. May God give you his eternal peace.